Hello, this is a new episode of Pints and Pages. I'm Nick Savini, and we are in Savini Comics, and we are getting ready to record our review of Ahsoka um, halfway. So season uh, season one is underway. Episode four just um, dropped this week, and we are going to review the first four episodes. So it's myself, it's Brad Titus, it's Levi Landis, and we are going to discuss just everything about Ahsoka this episode and uh, get you guys to the halfway point if you already haven't watched it. And hopefully you have. That way you can kind of follow along with us. So what do you guys think of the first four episodes? Uh, there's a lot. I thought I've thoroughly enjoyed every single episode. I can say that without a shadow of a doubt. The episodes have been good. The episodes have been good. And I don't honestly, um, you know, we had done an earlier episode of uh, catching up with Ahsoka, kind of who is Ahsoka and all that junk. And I don't think you really needed to know. Like, I think they've done a pretty good job. Like, they haven't explained the backstory. But I mean, even Star Wars A New Hope didn't explain a backstory to a point. I mean, they kind of did, but they really didn't. I and guess a uh, spoiler all the way at the very end. Um, you would have to know how she relates to Anakin, I guess. Yeah, that would be the only... Well, but, that, but they make mention of it in... Um, like she says, because I rewatched them, and it's I think it's the... Yeah, it's in the second episode. Um, she says she left... She's like, I, I never got to finish my training with my master. I left Anakin just like I left Sabine. And Skull says it too. So yeah, mentions it as something. Yeah, Balin says it a few yeah. different times. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, it's it's a good. I mean, it's a, it's a, it's been solid in my opinion. Yeah, I, yeah, solid. I think the only thing I gotta say is I need Chopper causing more mayhem. Yeah, well, there. I know it's to come, but I mean. The ghost itself hasn't been in any space battles. That's true, too. That is true. I was just really excited to see Chopper get into some shit live action. Then I was like, God God damn it, we haven't seen it yet. I mean, we saw him do his little spin. I love his voice and everything. It's fantastic. I'm just being a jackass. I I thoroughly enjoy uh, Yuan. Yes. Hu Yang. Yang, I like Hu Yang. I I, I thoroughly Hu Yang. Yeah, because yeah, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's David Tennant. I love David Tennant. Uh, yeah, I thoroughly enjoy him um, through He's the episode. He's fucking... He is. Man. He is. He, he really is a good droid. He started man. Hands. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. He is a thoroughly solid droid. I, that is for sure. And I love how blunt he is with Sabine. Now he's like, you know, out of my thousand years of training Padawans yeah. and meeting Padawans, you have the least force capability out of all of them. Yeah, yeah. And, and you know, I, if you haven't watched the episode, you definitely should shut it off now. Um, but the... how they've pulled through with Sabine and everything in the force and and the uh Balin and his apprentice it, it's been it, it's been really good it's been solid 
It's do been you, solid. Do you think they'll ever actually show Sabine manipulating something with the Force? Do you think they'll give her that breakthrough, or do you think they'll just hold it off as, like, you need to be Mandalorian, and that's how it is? I think... I. Sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. I personally... I personally thought that we were going to get the first Mandalorian in air quotes, obviously. Yeah, or live action. Well, I was going to say live action Mandalorian Jedi with Grogu because of Mando's cult, but um, we didn't. I mean, I don't know how you want to look at that. Technically, we do have it, but we don't. Um, Sabine, I would like for her to actually take up that mantle, especially because she did wield the Darksaber for a small period of time, and it would just be kind of cool. I don't know if they're going to... I think they're going to kind of leave it up in the air and see how people think, and then we're going to get more from them in the movie or however they plan on going forward. No, I think it's going to be... It's going to be soon. I think they're going to they're gonna take her on the ship, and they're going to take her, like, how it ended. Like, they're taking her hostage, basically. Yeah. I mean, they're telling her they're not, but they really are. Well, I, I think Valen keeps his word of... He, she's not going to... There's no harm going to happen to her. But I think that they're Unless, not, I think they're still going to imprison her in yeah. some sort of way. And I think she'll use the force to get out of it. I, I think that'll be, I think there will be some, some sort of action. Um, again, I hope you've watched it um, because I think there will be some sort of action out of Ahsoka seeing Anakin. Yeah that she'll be able to talk to Sabine on the ship. And well, that's Sabine also will be able to do something to break free. So that's also where what I I, I kind of we got to see the world in between worlds live action. We got to see Anakin. So goes back to you know. Well, my that's my uh, so he is obviously dead and he kind of greeted her like, "Hey, you're finally here." Yeah. Like did Ahsoka die? Not, I don't think so, because A, it's named after her, and B, I think she's going to jump through one of the holes like she did, like how she got pulled through one in Rebels, and she'll probably jump through one to basically jump through time, because yeah. it is, it's basically how um, the how the TVA sits outside of the time realm in Marvel. That's kind of what the world, what, not kind of, it is what the world between worlds is, as it implies. Yeah. So, Place in between time. Yeah, yeah I don't. It's in between time and space. I don't. I don't. I don't think she's dead. I don't think she's dead. I don't think she is either. Because I don't think Sabine. There's no way that Sabine. This has got to end with Balin and his apprentice. Balin, at least one of them died. Balin has to die. And, just and out Sabine's of, not strong enough to do it. Well, the actors... They, that's what I was going to say. Yeah, Balin Stevenson is course. dead. Yeah. yeah, I really like his... I don't know him from anything else, but I really like him in this. He was in Punisher War Zone. Yeah. You remember the Punisher movie War Zone? No, I'm so... Honest, I know. So, okay, so I'm. I got a little age on both of you. I got a lot of age on one of you. Well, yeah, you're a my, pretty good age. You're my fucking father. Yeah, I got pretty good age on on the other one. Um, so Punisher, there was an original Punisher. Well, in 2008, the, the original Punisher movie was with Dolph Lundgren, 
And then they did a, a Punisher movie with Thomas Jane where John Travolta was the bad guy. See, I don't remember this one. And then, then they did a um, Punisher War Zone with Ray Stevenson where that was the most... Dude, I might remember. That was the most Punisher-like movie that they yeah, released. I, I do remember that one. And he was solid. It was it was they a solid. A, they made a sequel to that. I don't think they made a sequel to it. I, they might have, but I don't think so. But he was he was solid in that. He's been in several. He's uh he's in Marvel too. He's one of Thor's guys. Yeah, he's one of Thor's I mean, guys. Was, I guess. Yeah, yeah, he was one of Thor's guys. Pretty sure. Levi's looking it up on the computer, but I'm pretty sure he was in the cinematic. He was in Thor. He was 2011 in Thor. Thor. Yeah. yeah, he was in Thor. He was one of the the one of Thor's buddies. But anyway, yeah. he has passed. Um, so I would think Balin. I would have. I would have thought Balin died anyway. But I'm pretty sure that Balin's not going to make it through, regardless. But I would have thought he would have died anyway. Because the bottom line is, is Ahsoka and Mandalorian season four and skeletons, like they're all meeting together in one big movie, and the big bad for that's got to be Thrawn, yeah, not Balin. So I would think that at some point Balin was going to die anyway, whether or not it was Ahsoka or Thrawn himself killing Balin. I, I would have thought that that's what would have happened. But, I, I mean, I could be totally wrong, but I would think that he's going to bite the dust yeah. anyhow. That that would be my opinion on the I'm whole thing. trying to figure out how he's going to bite the dust. That I, that I don't know, because he's definitely... I want to know what he is before he bites the dust. Yeah. Because he's obviously not... He's not a Jedi... But he, I, to me, he's obviously not a Sith. Yeah, he's, he's a mercenary. Yeah, he, which he speaks of being a youngling in the temple. So we know he used to be a Jedi. I imagine he, you know, corrupt, yeah. corrupted his kyber crystal, made it bleed, turned his lightsaber red, you know, right. tapping into the dark side and just use it, uses it as a mercenary. Kind of like how uh, Darth Maul does to take over Mandalore, and not that he fucking he just became basically his yeah. own self. Yeah, I I still struggle with the original. You still want there to be the rule of two? Yeah, I still struggle with the rule. Which of is two. even something that they break in their own thing because well, hey, it's it, it, it's all right now. It's only two now. Because the one died, so there's only two of them now. Yeah, Maroc died. Which I right, but Maroc probably wasn't a Jedi anyway. He was an Inquisitor. When I looked through the, yeah, well, talking about the rule of two, there's only two left now. Yeah, because that's also something that Rebels breaks that with the fact of the Inquisitors, uh, Maul still being alive while Dooku's alive. While uh, Anakin's being turned into Vader by Palpatine, yeah. it's always been broken. But it's one of those things that whoever's the master Sith, as we've talked about in passing, the rule of two 
the rule of two is still with always cycling apprentices because so is that just right. master apprentice yes there can the master like, can't have two dogs in the, the underneath him but that underneath him usually will have an apprentice and it's either that apprentice or throws him and becomes the secondary because the mass the top dog which would be palpatine always really wants his there. always wants yeah. his uh lord vader to yeah. be the strongest and that's that's why he doesn't care that Vader kills the Inquisitors. He takes everybody out, anybody out, because while Palpatine may uh, hire or train the Inquisitors, however, um, he doesn't give a shit because no matter what, his apprentice is always winning. Right, right. Because so, the goal would be so technically be- he's only got an apprentice, and then Vader can have an apprentice, and then Vader's apprentice can have a which apprentice, is what, and it's technically always a rule of two because there's always a master and there's always an apprentice. Yeah. It's just like a long line. Okay, I can buy into that. I can buy into that. It's all which is why a lot of people thought Maroc was Star Killer because of. Him being voiced by the same person, which that 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 guy's voiced many a people in Star yeah. Wars, so it's not really a. Absolutely, the rank, the rank of Lord and Emperor. Yeah, right, right. Yeah. I can buy into that. Yeah, Emperor Palpatine. That's why Dooku was a count. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah, and he was part of the separatist movement. Dooku was more of a separatist yeah. than he was a Sith. He had his own shit going. Yeah, which you have said before that you thought yeah. maybe Balin might okay. be a separatist. That's kind of and not a Sith. I was gonna say he reminds me a lot thing. of just Dooku. Well, he with reminds me of Dooku. For Morgan sure. Elspeth was a separatist because she produced droids. Yeah, right. Right. And then, yeah, that's I, it. So she was a separate. Which I love that Dave Filoni brought the HK droids from the yeah. Old Republic. Yeah. He yeah. loves to take legend stuff and actually make it canon, and I love it. I mean, it's all. And then you look at Amando when they were um, the Jack Black Lizzo episode. It was all about droids, man. And separate. Everything's gonna fucking culminate to separatists bringing back Thrawn. It's not gonna be Thrawn in the Empire, but you just throw them in the separatists. You think? First Order's gonna be in the Yeah, but we've seen. That's interesting. We've gonna be seen. You got Hux and Mando, so the First Order's gonna shoot off from Hux. When that whole fucking council of people splits in two, you're gonna get Hux and you're gonna get separatists with droids. Gideon's a fucking separatist with his goddamn droids. And then you got Hux who's pushing the you know, the first order like enlistment process. And then he passes it on to his son who furthers it and becomes fucking a general and he's and then back uh, Yeah. That's how they're gonna that's how they're gonna tie in. There's gonna be a interfeudal thing with our Antagonists and like that, I my prediction, my opinion and prediction, but like you get it. This is all going to cycle back to that. But right now we're looking at more droids. So many more droids. It's got to be separatist. Like everybody else has given up on droids, but those guys. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it could it could definitely go that direction. It could definitely head that way. The uh, back to the four episodes that have been on, um, I was thoroughly impressed by the um, space 
like the fighter pilot. Oh season. yeah. Oh yeah, I really enjoyed the those flights because I mean, honestly, I don't have a big prediction for what's going on. So <laughs> I'm gonna shy away from that. I really just don't. Um, I wish I did. I don't. I I am I'm more interested in what's gonna happen instead of having like an opinion, I guess. Yeah. I mean I I I'd love to have one. I just don't usually have one. Usually yeah. I have one that's obnoxious and nobody wants to hear it. <laughs> Normally but, I like your opinions. Yeah. yeah. So but like I I really just don't have one. I, I think I do think Ahsoka's gonna come back. I don't think she's dead. Uh, yeah. I, I do think she's gonna yeah. come back. I think that um I think Sabine will get her powers sort of. Um, I think it'll help her escape whatever conundrum she puts herself in. I think Balin, I think Balin's an interesting character because I think he could go either way. He could end up being a real just badass or I could see him ended up being a teddy bear at the end and like his apprentice stepping over the line and him taking her out and trying to recruit Sabine. Um, I could see that, but I, I, I mean, I just uh, honestly, I, I could honestly, definitely see that, especially with the four, fourth episode where she started force choking Sabine and wasn't letting go. Yeah. Yeah, I thought that was kind of foreshadowing. The 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 thing that confuses me not not really confuses me. The thing that I'm, I guess I'm I'm just like I'm trying to wrap my head around is I, I know that Mandalorian season four and Ahsoka is are are gonna kind of tie in to each other. I there's, think there's, there's a movie coming out. Right. I, I think that that's the direction they're headed, but I don't know other than Grogu and Mando heading out into the universe to have their own adventures. I don't know where season four is going to go. I think the key is when it comes to Mando, and this might sound like a stretch and I might sound dumb, is that X-Wing pilot that went with Hera. Because he's from Mando. I could definitely That's also I think how Zeb because Zeb's nowhere to be seen so far. This is supposed to be Rebel Season mm-hmm. Five. Where's Zeb? We know where Ezra's at. Kanan's dead. There's the whole cast. Who's Zeb? Zeb is yeah. the uh Lasat. He's the big purple yeah. guy that oh, was soft okay. All right. was gotcha. for like gotcha. a scene. It was the uh he's based off the Ralph McQuarrie original concept for a Wookiee. Yeah. 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 I remember you saying that. Okay. All right. So, uh, so I think that's also how we're going to get Zeb into this, but I don't know how you would get Zeb in there as the last time we saw him was Mando. If you know to get Zeb into Ahsoka without then also putting Mando into Ahsoka right away. So, he'll, he'll, he'll hear word. That Sarah's in trouble. So here's here's an interesting thought, and here's an interesting theory. Hearing you guys, hearing you guys talk, Luna's Pints is a craft beer and wine spin on the classic arcade located at 422 East Broadway in beautiful downtown Logansport. Bonus Pints is the anchor of the Bonus Building on the corner of Broadway and Fifth Street. 
They have all your favorite classic arcade games and both classic and current pinball machines. Every Wednesday is trivia, and every Thursday and Friday there is live music. Come and bring your friends. The food, the music, the games, and the people. There is something something for everyone at Bonus Fights. So do you think that the, the remainder of Ahsoka is going to take place in two different universes? Galaxies? No. Galaxies? No. Do you, do you think well, it's going to be, I think it's going to be two episodes max and they're coming right back. Do you, well, I was, do you think that, do you think that, that, so they jumped, right? Yeah. So they jumped and then, so you got Sabine and yeah, you got Morgan Elspeth back in Mando. Mando, the episode she's in Mando where Ahsoka runs into her is after all. But the entire bit of Ahsoka happens. So Ahsoka takes place in the in it's in between season two and three, isn't it? Isn't two it? and yeah. three yeah. of Mando, I believe. Really, I can try to look up an exact yeah. timeline. Who trains with her after? If yeah. not in between three and four, I'm pretty sure by the time she meets Grogu, Thrawn's gone. But I think Thrawn's gone. I I, no, because in the newest season, there was talks of Thrawn. I would think that Thrawn would be the big bat. Wasn't it in the newest season of Mando? They were. It was the council of all of the all of the different um, the different sectors of yeah. It was all the different sectors of the yes. Empire. Moff Gideon was like they were all talking about where is Thrawn. We keep hearing about Thrawn. Where is Thrawn? And that's why we were all getting hyped because Ahsoka is going to tell us where Thrawn's been. I do think that we're not. It's not going to be the remainder of the season. I think probably on the third episode, like the what would be that the seventh episode. I think that's when they're going to come back. So I you, think because I think, think Disney think, wants to. I you think Mando's in the last episode of Ahsoka? No, I think he's going to be in it sooner than the last episode. You think he's going to be in seven? I'm about guaranteed probably. Well, because my thought was, is so they jump, right? So they jump. So, real quickly, Ahsoka takes place between 9 and 11 ABY, sometime after the events of The Mandalorian Season 2, 9 ABY. And in close proximity to the Mandalorian season three, eleven ABY. So it's like overlapping right to the team. Yes. Yeah, so it takes basically season two of Mando happens, and then sometime in between season two and three, all of this is happening in Ahsoka. So I don't think Mando's gonna show up in it because of the fact just there was no mention of him really doing anything with Ahsoka the in last season thing three. He did was talk to the guy who's right now. With 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 Hera, so that's what I mean. That was, that, like, so, was that at the end of season two so or end of season he was three? Only going to do good missions. So was on, only, but, it was at the end but, of season three. But yeah, but this is taking place before that. So uh, what I'm getting at is, if in season three there's no mention of him working with Ahsoka before, like in between season two and three, and. Well, I don't do we we see well Ahsoka what if, for one so episode. So what if what if Ahsoka and season three are running together? Yeah, that's what I think is happening. 
What if they're running together? According to this, no, that's not how it is. But that obviously, I'm I pulled up one website right now. So if they're running together, so here's so I'll go ahead and throw a theory. I'll go ahead and throw a theory. I said I wasn't gonna, but I'm gonna. So they jumped, and Morgan and Balin and Sabine and the Apprentice are all in the uh, in the one galaxy. Hera. And the guy from the Mando are trying to figure out how to get to that galaxy. They call Mando into hell mm-hmm. to get there. Why well, would Ma- I, I? So so like um, season four of Mando, like that's the end of Ahsoka, and season four of Mando is him helping them get to the other galaxy somehow. And then, but, then it leads right into the movie, and the movie why would is they, them actually meeting up. Why would they contact... Like, Mando's had to go to a, basically, junker on Tatooine to get his ship fixed and get... Maybe they go to Mando because they think the only Jedi that can find them all is Grogu. He already communicated... He, he used Tython to... Communicate across the entire fucking galaxy for all Jedi. Yeah, okay, yeah, you do. What if, like, Ahsoka also, comes back and Ahsoka is like, listen. Yeah, what if, what if, what if Ahsoka comes back and she's like, but the also, only, the only, the only Jedi I know that we might be able to channel the energy into finding um, Ezra is Grogu. And they go find Grogu. My only question is that unless they go right back to where they were in season two of Mando, whatever that thing you called that Grogu used, unless they go back to use that again. It's the planet. It was the planet. Okay. Unless they go back to Tython and use that stone where he was at again. That's where he met up with Boba Fett. Yeah, right. Right. I don't see how... I mean, I I get the theory. I'm not trying to discard it completely. I'm just trying to see how Mando's going to get squeezed into this one, too. Discard the shit out of it. I, I'm telling you. It'll just... Disney loves... I know. Disney loves Papa Pedro. Yo. (laughs) I love Daddy Pedro, too. Hey. But I'm just tired of them. If they would just squeeze Daddy Pedro in there, and I know you can't do it without the other one. I love Grogu to death, but he took off on Facebook, and then I had to see him everywhere for the rest of eternity, and it makes me want to blow my fucking brains out. I dressed out. up as him for Halloween one year. You did? Yeah. I did. I made a laundry basket that was like his stereo. And it's a classic, like, the old school fucking where your head's like the face, and then I made a little puppet body. So I just walk around and What the yeah. fuck? That is the yeah. best. It was, it was so thrown together. It was like a fucking Hebrew thrown together. It, I, that's an interest. That, that's a way to bring Mando into it. Um, because he does offshoot and say that they got to live their own adventures. And it just kind of, it just kind of, I mean, that is a direction I could see them going. Well, see, it is definitely a direction I could see them going, yeah. whether or not they do it or not. Ahsoka knows them. Right, right. Ahsoka's got a relationship. Right. Bo Katan knows Sabine. And like, all I'm saying is, you got 
Ahsoka and Amanda. That's a Jedi and Amanda. And then you got Grogu and Amanda. That's a Jedi and Amanda. It's a, yeah. like yeah. It's got. Yeah, I could see it. I could in a full house because then Boba Fett comes in. There's another man. You got three Mandos, two Jedi's, full house. Yeah, yeah. I don't know that they bring Boba Fett in. Boba Fett's gonna be there for the movie. I'm pretty sure. Uh, I know. I could see I Bo think... Katan before I could see. Well, Bo Katan will be there too. I imagine unless she dies, uh, I could see her dying for sure. I think, if I remember correctly, and I may be wrong, I thought Tamora Morrison got signed to do something for. Yes, well, he's all the he's all the clones. Well, no, he's live action Captain Rex already. So we still Mm. haven't seen Rex. Yeah, yeah, because that's what I was gonna say. Is I'm pretty sure he got signed for Ahsoka. We get a live action Rex. I forgot all about it. How are we going to get a live action Rex? She's in. She's in the world in between worlds. So if you would have watched fucking Rebels, well, you would have seen. Who's to say it's not going to happen when he's still alive and regular? I mean, that could happen too. I'm just giving yeah, it. Could be. I'm just giving an easy explanation because we see Clone Wars Anakin right there. I mean, that is a good way to see him. Don't get me wrong. Well, I could see them just no, doing no. it through a flash like that. I mean, the way they. I mean, I would like to see a full action, like, in current time, uh, Rex. Don't get me wrong. That would be beautiful. I love, I love Rex as a character, and then I love Tamora Morrison. Surprisingly, that's an actor I can remember the name of, but I can't remember anything else. You really can't do anything else. You are going to have to, at some point, watch all these 80s movies. Oh, yeah, like Bill and Godzilla and Ted, Goonies, Back to the Future. Yeah. At least you watch Clue. Anything at all with Patrick Swayze. Well, yeah, you pirated Clue, and me and Dakota watched that, I think, for a month straight every yeah. single night. Because yeah. we did that with basically almost anything that you got. Have you seen Roadhouse? <laughs> Roadhouse. It's been forever since I've seen Roadhouse. Um, I know you wanted to talk about Maroc. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, so, how's everyone's theories feeling after? <laughs> oh, yeah. So, feeling now. So he was definitely a creation of some kind of which Morgan Elspeth. I think he was the a green. zombie. I think he was a zombie of that Inquisitor that died on. Was it. Dathomir? Uh, no. Is it? Yeah, Dathomir. Yeah. What's it? Helicopter dude fell to his death. Yeah. I think it was just a resurrected. Zombified him. Like, See, I really wanted it to be a resurrected Canaan, like his body. Now, obviously, I didn't want that. Otherwise, it made sense. Yeah. He was long and lanky. And, you know. and it, the way he held his lightsaber, I saw someone put a picture up of the way Canaan did in one of the scenes yeah. when he just had it single, not double sided. Well, and they showed him as blue. Who knows? He may have been the resurrected corpse of somebody that may be revealed. But as we see it right now, he was a zombified bag of fucking gray dust. I Did think you? he was nothing. Yeah. I think mean, he was nothing. And I am so happy. He was a sad I, character. I, I am glad that my Kanan theory was wrong because I really kept yelling uh, with all of the Star Killer theory, the Ezra theory. It, he's nobody. He's no. I thought the Kanan one was the closest one, but... 
it was so nice that he it was wasn't. So I mean, he didn't they have to be anything. They put masks on people, and everybody wants to say who they are. It was so nice that he just wasn't anything. I agree with that completely. The, I, yeah. It was nice that he just wasn't anything. Boba Fett. It was nice when Boba Fett was, was just nothing. But was just still, nothing. like there's this is a guy life brought to it. But yeah, it, the whole enigma of Boba Fett. At one point, it was sick. Nobody knew who the fuck he was or yeah. or what. We just know what he looked like, and then he was like, "That's both that." Not at you to death. Which we do is not at you. Yeah, we're gonna die. Yeah. Which yeah, we brought up Morgan Elspeth. Yeah, and the Night Sisters. With her being one, it kind of throws me off that they didn't put white paint on her face because they all have like white the, paint with the black. They technically the Night Sisters, while it translated to look like that in the uh, like animated series and in the tattoos. game, they were, uh, they were tattoos. Oh, those are tattoos. Even, okay, even when it was portrayed as what it's a type of tattoo, just the same as kind of like I think it's so good as tattoos. I don't think it's. Uh, I think it's Ocas is. Yeah, I didn't realize I, 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 that. Orange skin is no, I think the, skin would naturally be That's like Maul. Maul, um, their race in Savage's race has a uh, kind of almost a tan, natural tan, flesh color tone to their thing. No, okay. uh, what they have going on is tattoos in a similar tribal fashion. So well, there's lots of species of aliens that have those tribal tattoos in different colors. Wow. With that design. Yeah, I don't Samoans. even know why I realized malls were tattoos. Yeah, they're Samoans. And I don't even know why I realized malls were tattoos. I don't know why I thought that, that like, the witches were. Well, and That's just my own malls, stupidity. I think the, the red color of Maul's skin was a reflection of his corruption in the dark side, while a Savage Opress was a little more yellow tinge because he wasn't. Quite as fully trained, but they show a flashback to I'm pretty sure Maul being born and he was red. Well, I I guess there's there's other I, there's some other like can there's also conflict with I was gonna say that's something I don't think they is like brown because Eth Koth was a Zabrak Jedi and yeah. he just looks like a tan Hawaiian dude with I was gonna say I don't think that's something at least to my knowledge they ever really addressed of why like Savage was yeah. Tannish and uh, Maul was just straight red. Yeah. I don't know if they ever... Yeah, actually... either way, the black on them was tattoos. Okay, I didn't know that. Because it the, when, when I first saw Morgan Elspeth in this, and I don't know why it was in this that I thought about it, but I was like, should her face be white? <laughs> but that makes more sense. Oh, like a real super pale... Oh, yeah, that is also... Yeah, I I'm... think that was just yeah. the, uh, the art direction in a way to bring it to live action without, like, painting people's faces white. I mean, I guess that makes sense. <laughs> you know, painting an ethnic person's face white, it's not a good thing for right <laughs> My brain didn't think about that. Yeah, yeah, we gotta... They do that a lot when they go from cartoon to live action. I mean, they take well, away the, the paint. And she brings the yeah. yeah. brings a real nice elegance, but there's an arrogance and... Uh, you can see where she's gonna. There's facial expression you can't get when yeah. you're full face painted. Got no eyebrows and all that. Right. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I mean, it would be really cool to see Sasha and like some of those other Night Sisters in a live action, but I don't think it's needed. Having a new one that's like, yeah, like got some weird kind of 
back alley mentions here and there. Some I'm pretty sure her character name's been mentioned elsewhere, but nothing's ever been developed of her. Yeah. Just like something to build on. Right, right. I really like the imagery they're using with this. Like, I don't know if either you two caught her or if it's just my thought process, but when they did the overhead shot with Balin and Ahsoka, how Balin's in all this dark clothing as a dot with the light side, almost like a yin and yang, and there's oh, right. Ahsoka yeah. there with light and all the yeah. dark. Yeah. That the, uh, we talked about outside the feudal Japan Bushido. Uh, like with the duel with Maroc and Ahsoka, which is something I was curious about of if any of you two have saw talk about it online, because I also thought about it. The first time she faces Maroc, when it's just Maroc, she uses both of her sabers. With this, when it was just her dueling Maroc, and then with Balin also, though, she only used one. Space grip, just like a samurai would hold his... But her more traditional... her. Her best fighting style is with two, and we know she had the second one on her. I don't. I just uh, Wagasachi or something. That's a shorter blade. But I never. I I ne- I noticed it, and I wondered the same thing. Why she wasn't using? I don't know. I my brain just went to directive style choice to keep the feudal feudal Japan um, feel of it with the like you said the, the traditional. Japan. It was, it was more for but to me it just didn't make sense for her not to use the second one i think you're right with that i just don't like it per- well it depends i thought it looked it really nice depends. but i just i don't think it i don't like if you're it. a strategist and you have multiple forms that you can operate from to counter your foe it's more of like a, she put some thought into why she fought like that she fought like that because it was the easiest way to counter and deal with it. It fucking work too well. That we know. She ended up in the world between worlds talking to her old homies. Right. Yeah. Right. And did not be mad about anything. Right. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. I seem to be in good spirits. Where's this going? I figured there had to have been a reason why she didn't use two. Um I didn't know if it was if it was because she knew that Balin maybe had one up on her if she tried to use two, but I mean she deliberately didn't use a yeah. second one. Well, I mean, he's a he's a strength based attack. He's got a brute force attack approach. So like maybe you know she two hands on one blade is stronger than trying to block his big-ass blows. That could be, too. Each. That could and be, I'm too. Like, I, or she wanted the other hand open for the force. I think it was a, that, yeah. a lot of imagery and just tactful decision-making on someone who can adapt to how... Because she did use that other hand for the force a lot. Yeah. Open rocks and having yeah. things open and, and things like that. And, and even when she was fighting... Um, Maroc the second time she didn't use the second saber and it almost seemed like she didn't because he had I mean he had a double sided so it was like she just decided to not fight two with two I mean and it it worked for her at that point and so you know yeah It, it was a did definitely a different. It, it was weird seeing her fight with two and then seeing her go to one. 
Um, and also, it almost seems like two is more defensive, and one is more offensive. Which all because when the striking, yeah, when the when the droids all attacked her, like when she went to save Huang, um, when the droids all came in, she used two. But it was because she was like blocking with one and attacking with the other. Yeah, I was just she did was cool and Sabine, you know, used her grapple to pull her little whip cord, pull it in the droid, and she flung her saber as it yeah, flying by. Yeah, yeah, I thought that was cool. I thought that was cool. Oh. I was gonna say it also. I guess it could have. Granted, with her beating Rock doesn't show, but you bring up the offensive and defensive thing. It kind of shows her not. I mean, she's tactful and she's thinking, but she's made a point before that uh, anger and uh, fear and that lead to power. But um, I can't remember the exact wording, but basically it's quick to let you fall. And she reacted really quickly to the apprentice showing up. Right. And thinking Sabine's dead, she went right. full aggro on him. Not full aggro, right. she's a little tactful, but I thought of it immediately. Yeah, she, as soon as it started, because Balin's just standing there, just trying to keep him between her and the map, and she just kept hammering at him repeatedly. Towards the end, she got to the point where she was like, oh shit, I can get over here and grab it. But at the beginning, she was just full attacking at him. Well, and whatever it must have been. And it's emotion taking over. Is it? I don't know what it did to her hand, but that yeah. like burned her. Yeah, because you can see a little bit of that flame. Because yeah. when he yeah. first puts it in, before because I was rewatching him before the night sister gets there uh, the first time, you see a little bit of a green flame. It, it definitely burned her. Definitely. The uh, space fights, which I brought up earlier, yeah, but yeah. we didn't get to finish. They were incredible. The The space fight scenes were incredible. Yeah. They were really good. I enjoyed... I The first time ever that they've let uh, a Star Wars character get onto a ship and fight, which I thought was just... With a space a, suit. A very well yes. done, and it surprised me that she was in a space suit. Yeah. It really did. It really did. It's but like, it was very well done. Vegeta... That was hilarious. Yeah, it was, it was very, very well done. Very well done. And But yeah, I was shocked to see her in a spacesuit. Yeah. I just figured she'd jump out there and have no issue, but... Yeah, they put her in a suit and everything. So... Give it the old Leia. That's... Floating through space for you know, oh, her, yeah. slowly. Yeah. No, she's just like... Uh, new clips. Yeah, the the fight scenes, the chases, it, it was all very, very. I, I well enjoyed because I yeah. just resaw it. What actually, basically, right before I got here was the scene with uh, Sabine and Ahsoka where they're flying through, and Sabine's in the tail gun. I really enjoyed oh, actually yeah. getting to hear the communication between them and uh, seeing yeah. and seeing them and Sabine shoot them down and shit like that. I. Because normally you just see them, you know, they jump into the seat, you see a shot of them kind of spin around on the gun, you see them shoot a couple down, you get, as they kind of recreate with Sabine, the whole, oh, I got one, I got one. Uh, yeah. And then you see the fucking ship do a couple barrel rolls, and that's all you get. And we actually got to see a little more in-depth of it, and I really enjoyed that. Yeah, and the droid telling them to work together. 
Yes. And as soon as I heard that and saw him split up, I was like, well, we know something bad about to happen. Yeah. 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 Him telling them to work together. Hey, listen, this is what you guys got to do. This is, I mean, he, he really is kind of both of their caretakers. He's a, he's basically he's both C3, of their masters. He's C-3PO and R2-D2 together, basically. He gives them the attitude with the knowledge. Yeah, yeah. I mean... K2SO with a little less attitude. Yeah, yeah. A little more polite. Yeah. I told him outside I really liked... I found it hilarious, the fact of how blunt he is with Sabine, where he's like, my thousand years of teaching Padawans, <laughs> yeah. I've never met... Or all of them would surpass you in the ability to use the Force. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, that was that was funny. He was yeah, he, the droid the droids have been good. The droids have been good. I always though tend to love the droids in Star Wars. I think yeah. they always do really well with that. That's what I mean. I think we're looking at some weird stuff thing. Do you think? I'm really curious because they also made mention to it early on. And obviously I don't know how much we're gonna see of him. Do you think Jay we're gonna see Jason use the force at all? Uh, yeah. I know he's still young, but he had Kanan as a father. I don't know what predictions. Who's Jason? It is Hera, the Hera Syndulla. Oh. It's her and Kanan's son. Oh, okay. Um, all I know is Bad Batch, Clone Wars, all of them. I have not all seen they, Bad Batch. All they did was fight Clankers. And, like, that's all Filoni. Like, we're going to get some separate... Just tell, uh, like, for some reason, I feel like there's a separatist. God damn it, that wasn't even a part of my question. But, uh, <laughs> sorry. Uh, what was your question? <laughs> <laughs> I asked you, uh, they made mention of it early on. Do you think Jason's going to use the force oh, at yeah. all? No, I, I, I don't think we're going to get much out of him. I think he will be a hostage target or a danger target something's a danger you know yeah has he used the force in the past this is the first time we're seeing him yeah oh okay all right but they make mention early on the first time we see jason and chopper um he makes mention hey chopper says i'm gonna become a jedi and she's like or he says i uh i hear i'm gonna become a jedi and she's like where'd you hear that and he's like oh chopper told me She's like, yeah, I know you want to be one, blah, blah, blah. And they make a little mention and then continue on with the show. So, obviously, they're setting up for Jason to be a Jedi at some point, I'm guessing. I just don't know if we'll he see. Might be with Ray. <laughs> yeah, yeah. might be. Yeah, we might see him with Ray. might have killed him. Yeah, I didn't think about that. I didn't think like, about You got to realize, Grogu, lots of these dudes might have died to Ben. Yeah, I don't think I always forget that. Oh, yeah, the Knights of Ren. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to remember that hasn't that hasn't happened yet. Yeah. Remember Rogue One, where everybody died because <laughs> they did already for years. Yeah, <laughs> I still remember like, when that came out and people were pissed that they all died, and I was like, "Hey, dumb fucks!" <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, I said that in the beginning, like at the theater, it's like, "Hey, spoiler, they all died." And it's like, "Oh man, what?" It's like, "Did you even watch them?" <laughs> they literally say it in the opening. Yeah, a lot of people had to die to get these plans. <laughs> They're showing you everybody that had to fucking die. They're showing you everything. Here's the movie where everybody yeah. does. Yeah. Which I remember at first when we saw that. I know, kind of a side tangent, but when we first saw that, my brain was like. Oh, what the fuck? That's a way to end it. And then 
obviously it yeah. rolls to them fucking so, the scene that leads into a new home. Yeah. Like I remember yeah. seeing that with Mo. I remember seeing that and then going to work and everybody's like, "Man, what you think of Rogue One?" And I was like, "Yeah, it's pretty solid. Actually, one of my favorites." And they're like, "Man, I can't like I didn't care for it much at all. Everybody died at the end." And I was like, "Have you seen Episode Four? Well, yeah." And I was like, do you remember any of those motherfuckers from episode four? No. It's because they all died in Rogue One. That's why. Oh. Well, did they have to kill them all? Yeah, no, they had to kill them all. They really did. They really did. The whole fucking planet. Yeah, they really did. So, yeah. I. Uh, yeah, I mean, the... The way Ahsoka's been going, it's it's definitely a show that I think is going to be, like, remembered. Like, so Mando season one, not that all the... Uh, Mando's had three seasons. Season I, one's the most memorable. I think season one and season three. Two is the one that kind of lollygags for me. And even though that was the one with Ahsoka in it, I think one and three are the solid Mando seasons. I'm just, I don't fucking love it all. But I mean, they're all I love pretty them all good. Too, but it's just. Book of Boba Fett, I thought was a reach. But, so, Book so, of Boba Fett should have been a movie. A, you can tell by all the draw side plots. It should have been a movie. And B, it, all it was was Mando season 2.5, and it pisses me the fuck yeah, off. It's we got two movie. whole episodes, one where Boba didn't even show up in it, and the other one yeah. where he shows up for, like, I think it's a total of six minutes, and he doesn't speak a fucking word. Yeah. It's not Book of Boba Fett. Yeah. I'm sorry. I, it's not It's not. It's not my favorite. It was kind of a throw together. It was bullshit. But, yeah. They, they <laughs> so- <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, no, he's fantastic. He's fantastic. There was just so much more they could have done. I love the Tuskins. I love... There was lots. Also, hold on. Robot fucking separatist (laughs) dreams. Oh my god, I'll go up at the end. Big ass Floyd (laughs) separatist me on the battle in the boo. And why are they there? Because it's separatist. Located at 430 East Broadway in beautiful downtown Logansport, on the bonus level, the second floor of bonus pints is The Lantern. The Lantern is a glowing light in a small town. They're a shop filled with art, clothing, books, and all your current Halloween needs. They are currently carrying cat skull candles, black cat drinking glasses, Halloween-themed dresses, and shirts, and some 3D horror decor that will scratch your Halloween itch. Check out their Facebook page for when they are open and what new items they are stocking daily. The, 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 it's almost like, it's almost like this was the one they could have, Book of Boba Fett was one they could have called just, a Star Wars story. <laughs> they didn't need to call it Book of Boba Fett. Yo, here's some Boba Fett. I think Boba. Yeah, it's like Book of Boba Fett was them trying to cash on Boba Fett's name, and it should, like you said, a Star Wars story. Yeah, and it, it suffers from the same thing Obi Wan did. It should have, if you were going to make a movie, or if you were going to make something, 
after a character who should have made it a movie. Obi-Wan, I think, was too dragged out, and they've also admitted it was supposed to originally be a movie. Uh, here's the problem I have with Obi-Wan. I know, we're getting sidetracked. But... Here's the problem with Obi-Wan. Well, we've kind of beat Ahsoka to death, so we'll, we'll go back to it, but... Not as much as... <laughs> here, here, yeah. Here, yeah, here's my problem with... Here's my problem with... With Obi-Wan Kenobi. I fucking loved it. I loved every second of it. It, like, it, it, I, it didn't matter. It, like, it was yeah. not a show that needed to be done. Yeah. But I loved, I loved every second. I loved of it. watching it. I loved it. every minute of it. I loved watching it and going through it. But by the end of it, I was like, eh, longer than it should have been. I didn't and, even, I at no point. It could have been another four episodes for me. I like, think if they were like, I think at it, no point did I have too much of it. It was I just think it was too short to fully flesh out like I think it was too short to fully flesh out Reva. I think it was too short to fully flesh out um the child Leia. I I think they tried to cram a lot into six episodes and if they would have either A made it longer or B, cut out some of the side shit and just made it a movie, it would have been better. I enjoyed watching it. I just think that it it suffers from that shitty in-between where it was just kind of a little too long to be a movie, a little too short for a TV show. Because I think six episodes is garbage for a TV show. Uh, Especially if you're only doing one season. I I wish they would have done eight, but I can, like, as far as... As far as TV shows go, the difference, especially the, the on all the Disney Plus, the difference between that and Book of Book of Boba Fett is that is light years. I will not argue that it at is all. light years. I will not and, argue and that at all. The Obi Wan, if you were gonna have, if I was gonna have one gripe about the Obi Wan, the one thing that I think they didn't take into any consideration, and you see the memes everywhere. And that is, is that, like, uh, like Ewan McGregor, Ewan McGregor at 60 does not look like Alec Guinness at 60. Like, they they just don't, I see. they don't jive. They don't jive. It's like, it's like Alec Guinness looks 50 years older than Ewan McGregor, even though there's only, like, 10 years of difference in the age. And it's like, everybody makes fun of it. But really, they're really not that far. I don't think in age. I know that they- from when they played each other. But look at the look, and I'll use this as an example. And no, none of our listeners are going to get it. And I don't even know if you two are going to get it. But the three girls. The, so the so the three ladies from Golden Girls. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Blanche, Rose, and Dorothy. Don't right? forget oh, that yeah. I have. Uh, are this were the same mother, exact thing? Mother was younger than the lady. Right, but right, What's right. Estelle Getty. Yeah. So the three girls, Blanche, Rose, and Dorothy. At, at, now, now picture the Golden Girls, right? Mm-hmm. So those three women were the same exact age as the three women that played in the new Sex in the City. Oh, yeah, I don't know that. Sex in the City um, show. Sarah Jessica Parker, the redhead, and Kristen Davis. I don't know the redhead's name. 
So those three women yeah. are all in their mid fifties, which is the same age as the three golden girls. So those three golden girls, even though it's the same show, but they look twenty years older, and I think that's what you get with Alec Guinness and yeah. Ewan McGregor. They're really not that far away in age, but the difference in what 60 looked like in 1975 yeah. and what 60 looks like in 2023 is completely different. And it skews what we think we're supposed to do, what we're supposed to look at. So I think that's why people get hung up on Ewan McGregor and Alec Guinness going, holy shit. This guy is like, this is 20 years difference? He looks 50 years older. Well, he's really not, but it's, I just, it's just the perception. is a shit planet to live on. <laughs> that could be it, too. Living in a cave didn't do you much good, either. You've been sipping on secretion. Yeah, living in a cave doesn't do you much good, either. So, but yeah, I mean, I know this is totally off topic of... Uh, of uh, Ahsoka, but I, I mean, it can. It goes along. It, go, it goes. Yeah, it goes. Ahsoka knew Obi Wan. And, like, you know, people are going to fucking talk about it. Yeah. She knows Luke. Yeah. Well, she knows Luke. Right. Like, right. we know for a fact she does. Right. Right. And they, I, I mean, they all just go together so yeah. tightly. All the Star Wars stuff, and they're going to continue to go together, and, and it's just it it meshes, it meshes, and I and I hope that they. I don't think they've done anything wrong with Ahsoka at all. Oh, Nothing God, wrong God. with Ahsoka at all in these first four episodes, and I don't think they're going to fuck it up in the next four episodes. I think it's going to be solid. I think it's going to be good. It could go in several different directions. Um, but I think it'll be it'll be good, and I think it'll lead us right into Mando Four, and then that'll lead us right into the big movie with everybody. But that, I mean, that's what I think. Skeletons is in there somewhere, right? Skeleton crew is Skeleton crew part of this whole universe? Because there's a there's a TV show called Star Wars Skeleton Crew, right? It's supposed to be coming out. Well, yeah, I but I think it's part about it. I think it's part of this, but I don't know anything about it. I'll just say it. I don't know anything about it either. So so all right, so we just figured out another know. podcast I just, where we gotta figure out I, I don't know when it comes out, but I think it has something to do with all of this. I thought. I just know Sabine don't wear a damn helmet or nothing. She does not. She does not lost on that planet now. Like But but I can tell you this. If you want a Sabine helmet, Savini Comics has some. <laughs> okay, Skeleton, skeleton crew. crew. So Levi's got Skeleton to be released on Disney Plus in 2023 and will consist of eight episodes. White expected the series to be released in November or December 2023. Dang. What's it about? That's what I'm getting to. Okay. That was the next thing. All right. uh, plot specify spe specifics are still unknown, but the synopsis released by Disney and Lucasfilm says the story follows a group of daring children who go on an adventure, which ends up being more than they more than they can handle. At some point, they get lost in deep space and can't find their way home. 
So I'm going to assume... Huh? Jason. You think it's yeah. Jason? Probably. But his kid's lost in space. Do you think Jason's going to get lost? Do you think it's going to happen in Ahsoka? Oh. Right, huh? Chopper listen. There'd be skills are going to be Chopper and the kids. Could be. It could be. Guess. That could be how they pull Mando in, too. I mean, the kid, yeah, get lost. The kids. Daddy Mando. Yeah. I mean, yeah. So, I mean, it all pulled together. But I knew Skeleton Crew had something to do with this. I don't know. We'll have to see. I really, yeah. I really think it does. I really think it does. They ain't really given much. Now, who's Kanan? Kanan, if you remember, is a part of the Ghost Crew that died in Rebels. He is the one that was training Ezra. He was a part of Order 66, and uh, his master died during it, and he escaped. Um, yeah, but he died, he, was, he died in... He died in Rebels. Okay. He turned he in, killed him. Um, oh. He, he died... A dead so, silence. No, no, no. Dead I, silence. no, no, no. I, <laughs> I remember. So he died saving them, which is why Hera fe- felt a really bad guilt for it because um, they were trying to steal. I, they were trying to either steal or disrupt the fuel supply on Lothal to fuck with the Empire. And one of their generals that was stationed there gave the executive order to shoot at the fuel supply to try to kill them. Mm. And so Kanan, using the Force, stopped the explosion, gave the rest of the Ghost crew time to escape, and then once they were out of range, he let it consume him, and, and he died. And he essentially now, as far as we're concerned, has taken up the... has uh, His spirit has uh, kind of taken up the role of one of the Loth Wolves that we saw in the series, because he kept calling out to Doom, which is... Um, Kanan's real name is Caleb Doom. He went by Kane and Jarrus after Order 66, so that way they, the Empire had a harder time to find him. Harder time finding him. And he is the one who is the father with Hera being the mother to Jason. All right, that's fair. That's fair. And I'll say it so that nobody else has to, um, you know... Hera may be green, she may have those weird taunts, but she's still kind of hot. <laughs> the only thing, and I think, I think my brother-in-law is the only one that's complained about it, is they purposely put blue contacts in her, because the actress doesn't have blue eyes. And uh, I think they should have left her eyes. And- well, if they were going to fuck with the eyes, her eyes are supposed to be green like her skin. But he's the only person I've heard bring that up, and I don't give a fuck. I think I'm not paying attention to that, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> not worried. Not worried. I care less. I care, care less. less. Care less. I mean, we looks or the Han Salian. Care, care less. Mary, uh, what's her name? Mary, uh, Mary something. Mary and Pippin. Mary Elsbeth. Yeah. Something like that. I don't know. But yeah. Thoroughly impressed. Mary Elizabeth Winstead. There you go. That's her full name. Ramona Flowers. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I understood that one. I did not. What's wrong? Scott Pilgrim versus Orwell. Oh, she was in Scott Pilgrim, wasn't yeah. she? she? That's where I remember her from. Yes. 
Okay. All right. I movie yes. Yeah. She was also yeah. in Birds of Prey. Yeah. 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 Ten Cloverfield she, Lane, Final Destination Three, Kate, The Thing, Twenty Eleven. She was. Um, She's pretty in cool. Birds of Prey. Was she? Who was she in Birds of Prey? Give me one second. Um. Uh, Helena Black. Bartinelli. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. She was also in Live Free or Die Hard. Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter. Oh, was Lindsay Diehard? Was she? Um, she's Bruce Willis's daughter. Is she? I don't yeah. know. I've only seen the yeah, first Diehard. She's McLean. She's Lucy, McLean. Lucy. Lucy McLean. Yeah, yeah. It takes a badass woman to be a McLean. <laughs> Yippee ki yay, motherfucker! <laughs> That's the fourth Diehard. I've only ever seen the fucking first one. Jeez, oh God, Christ. there's like five of them. There's five of them. Oh, yeah. Die Hard. Yeah, there's Die Hard, Die Hard Two, Die Hard with a Vengeance, Die Hard Three, or yeah, Die Hard with a Vengeance. That's Die Hard Three. Then there's uh, Live Free or Die Hard, and then there's um, A Good Day to Die Harder or something like that. Yeah, there's like four or five. They're good. I, I, there's not. No, there's several bad ones. But I love watching all of them, so... I've only seen Die Hard because it's a great fucking Christmas Die movie. Die Hard 3 with Samuel L. Jackson uh, is, is probably it also a Christmas favorite. movie? Yes. No, it's That's not. The, the, it's probably my favorite. The water fucking puzzle in the fountain. Yes. There are a lot Yes, scenes. it's probably my favorite. Yeah. It's probably my favorite. Did you know that she's married to uh, Ewan McGregor? Yeah. No. Yeah. yeah. April 2022. That lucky son of a bitch. Eric, that lucky Eric son of a bitch. Eric Wow. I did not know that. Yeah. What a lucky bastard. Older man after I just happened to click. I was like, relationships? What is this going to tell me? And then it said April 2022. Yeah. You and McGregor. All right. That's fair. Yeah. All right. That's cool. So, yeah. Um, is there uh, anything else you guys want to discuss with oh, uh, with Ahsoka? I think we uh, we covered we've covered oh, quite a bit. There was one little detail we, we kind of talked we we kept talking about the space battles and little things. Did you notice that when they're in their little dinky fighters, that she was wearing the same headset that as Anakin? The, oh, I did. I noticed that. From so I, I wonder if yeah. that's in it not to like Balin as being the Obi Wan. You know, she wears the paddle on braid. She, you know, they teach things as Jedi do, but they also are like you choke a bitch out. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So I wonder if like it's not a, a dark side reflection of the Obi Wan and Anakin. You know, I can see that. Anakin. I can see that. And then like Obi's gonna have to yeah. slay Anakin. Yeah, yeah. Balin's gonna have to kill his apprentice because she oversteps the line, yeah, like we've Balin's talked about before. Cutting Shin's lips. We have Shin's <laughs> lips. <laughs> We have. We I mean we we talked about that earlier. Yeah, I mean that's a good point. It's kind of mirroring that whole imagery yeah. with that. I could definitely see that. Well it's yeah. Yeah, I get I I mean So do you think we'll get a volcano? Uh, I mean 
Do you We're think like, get the ashes? Do you think uh, we'll get a meme with Balin? We'll see in the new galaxy. Titan's higher ground. <laughs> we'll see on the highest ground. Shin will probably want to try to kill fucking. No, he'll she'll try to kill Sabine. She'll try and Balin will stop. Yeah, yeah. Balin will stop. Yeah, yeah, that'll be the conflict. That'll that'll Prince ever throws master. Oh yeah, for sure. Because you can already see Balin getting a liking to Sabine. Yeah, yeah. It'll just I don't I don't even know that it'll be a liking as much as it'll be no. his word. Yeah. And I mean, it's just like he's just yeah, like I may be a bad guy, but I gave my word, and that's you know to him that's a lot. Yeah, regardless of good or bad it's a lot his word means something so i i could definitely see that being a conflict it's a damn shame in that yeah i could definitely see that being a conflict he was fucking doing great so yeah i i but he is he has been fantastic in that role so i i mean they can't replace him he's gotta die yeah he's gotta die yeah either that or he's gonna they, if they fat, he's not going to die at this, and they'll just kill him off screen. Yeah, you can fatten up George Clooney, and might you be able to pull it off? <laughs> you could, you could, you definitely could. Jesus. Located at four thirty East Broadway in beautiful downtown Logansport, on the bonus level, the second floor of Bonus Pints is Savini Comics. Savini Comics has all your toys. Gaming and comic needs. We have Dungeons and Dragons. We have Magic the Gathering. We have Pokemon. We have Disney Lorcana. We have Marvel and DC comic books. We have Marvel and DC figures. We have Star Wars. We have wrestling. Come join us at Savini Comics for all your gaming, toys, and comic book needs. Speaking of George Clooney, and this is completely way off topic because this has nothing to do with Star Wars at all. I did watch, um, I did watch the first maybe twenty minutes of The Flash today um, on HBO Max. It's not HBO; it's just Max. Um, and I can honestly say. Without a shadow of a doubt, 100% positive, I will fight a bitch if we would have gotten a movie with Ben Affleck playing Batman the way he played Batman in the beginning of that movie. He would by far, oh yeah, by far be the best Batman that ever walked the face of the earth. He had Period. the best look. He, Period. he looks like his Bruce Wayne looks like Kevin Conroy's animated Bruce Wayne. He his Batman played his he played Batman and fought like Batman and talked like Bruce Wayne. So just it was it was like he had studied film of the animated series. Yeah. And and like he but if we would have gotten a film of Ben Affleck playing like, if we would have gotten a Ben Affleck Batman film, 
he would he would have surpassed everything. And I haven't even gotten to Michael Keaton yet in the the Flash movie. So I I, I don't know I don't know anything about Keaton. I hope I, I mean obviously I watched Keaton in one and two. Um, he's more likely to kill it better than he did back in the day. Well, and here's the thing: I, I, Keaton, Keaton was Keaton was the perfect Batman. I, uh, yeah, through the first movie, like, yeah. but the second movie, I felt like Catwoman and Penguin carried him. And Batman. Yeah, it it was like it was like he was good in the first one, but he kind of like slacked off in the second one, and he still wasn't ever a convincing Bruce Wayne to me. He was more of a convincing Batman than he was Bruce Wayne. Um, but Ben Affleck was in that first twenty minutes was the best Batman that I think I've ever seen. Uh, it, period, period. That's what I was thinking when I was watching it. And it's funny how this podcast makes you us uh, make doing discussions and things like I watch stuff differently, just like um, I watch wrestling differently now after I talked to Al Snow. Yeah. But I'm watching that. I'm watching that first, that beginning part of of the Flash, and and one we could do an entire podcast just on me bitching about Ezra Miller's performance because I thought it was fucking awful. Whoever decided that he could play a man that runs was the let me choose but, my wording carefully the biggest fucking moron known to man. I I was not impressed with any of the other aspects of the movie, but man, Ben Affleck like. And 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 I say that like the 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 cinematography, the the action scenes, how they do some of the things are incredible. I wouldn't have wrote the story the way that they did. But man, Ben Affleck just Isn't it also have you seen the, Have you seen the Flash movie? Man, just watch watch the first twenty minutes. Just watch the first twenty minutes. Ben Affleck is. Fucking lights out. Lights out. What's just for bats like, man? Just the 20, first 20 minutes. He is lights out. Is he in any more of it? The rest I don't have a clue because I stopped watching after bat. I mean, after Batflick was off, it was, I mean, it literally wasn't worth watching. I mean, I, it, it, it got, I shut it off because it was not, well, one, I had to go back to work because my lunch hour was over. But, um, it was getting to a point where it was hard for me to watch Ezra, Ezra Miller. Uh, it was hard for me. And then when there was two of them, I was like, holy fuck. So like, yeah, because then you got Ezra Miller and then an Ezra Miller like clone that was like playing Ezra Miller to the 10th power. And I was like, holy shit, I can't take it. Yeah. I did I just I couldn't take it. I don't I, I thought about fast forwarding to the my but it was time to go back to work. So I shut it off and, and if I turn if if I turn it back on, I'll probably fast forward to like the Michael Keaton parts. 
I still um, don't know why they didn't throw that movie in the trash when he went on a fucking cross country run from the from the feds. My only my my problem with the Flash since it started, and my problem with DC since they decided to do this whole universe thing, and this is completely off the Star Wars topic for sure, is um they had they had regardless of what anybody thought about the shows, they had two wildly successful CW shows, oh, Arrow Flash. and Flash. Yeah. And they had they had uh Grant Gustin and they had Stephen Amell as your Green Arrow and your Flash. And there was no reason there was no reason to not put them in the movies. The there was no reason that plays the Flash. Uh, the guy that plays the Flash, Gustin. Yeah, he by far out of every, and I've only seen what two or three live action Flash. He's by far the best one. By far the best one. By far the most believable Barry Allen. Yeah, he's by far the most believable. I thoroughly, I stopped watching both those shows. I never finished them, but I thoroughly enjoyed both. Yeah, I mean, he is he is by far the best Barry Allen. Most believable, period. best one. Period. Yeah. Great acting. And Stephen Amell, the the was a great Oliver Queen. He was just a great Oliver Queen. So we're completely off topic now. Yeah. So we'll go back to are we are we done with Ahsoka then? Because we kind of we kind of yeah. I was gonna say I think we I think we're I think I'm pretty good on Ahsoka. I'm good. I think we covered everything. Okay. Well, all right. One last question. Okay. What kind of planet do you think they're gonna be on? Force planet, sand planet, moon fucking weirdo planet. I don't know. What kind of planet do you think we're going to get to see? I think we're going to see a... Yeah, I When they first jump or we're throwing an Ezra? We're throwing an Ezra. I think by now, with how much time has passed, I'm, I'm just going to throw it out there. I bet it's... I bet we're going to see a whole nother civilization that's super advanced and has their own kind of cities going on. No. No, I think we're going to get remote. You think they're going to just be stranded in a forest? I I think it's going to... No, I think it's going to be like... I think it's going to be like Tatooine. I think it's going to be like... They're going to be... Thrawn is going to have taken over some sort of most Eisley type city on some sort of weird Tatooine planet. We ain't seen a fungi planet, a mushroom planet. Well, there's no way we're getting a fucking mushroom planet. I mean, we kind of got the floral mushroom planet with the real little snippet of the Order 66. We're getting a Super Mario fucking planet. We're not getting it. Fuck you, we can get a Super Mario planet. There's been some, like, when they did the flash through the the Order 66 and Clone Wars. Like, I there was. There was. There was a wild you mushroom. Have not seen that. Kind it's of a flower. No. Like, uh, way different. Oh, same thing. I don't know. We ain't got a snow plane in a while. We haven't. We haven't. I think it'll be. I think it'll we be. We did reference Hoth last, last podcast. I, I really think it'll be some sort of like. He's taken over some sort of territory, like Mos Eisley, on a on I a think on desert the, planet. I think with the scale that Thrawn operates and his thought, his tactician and brain and logistics. Please, Carter. Hey, Mando. Hey, my name's Frank here. It's Thrawn. 
Yeah, basically. Well, I think he's gonna like. That's why I say a city places. I think Thrawn works in that kind of brain that they would have gotten stranded at a place with a big city, and that's just by happenstance. And he worked his way in politically in the what ten years it's been, or what? Well, since the Clone War, I, twenty, thirty, twenty or thirty. Yeah, I was gonna say it. Definitely not said, ten. I think it's more than that. Well, because if this is between nine and eleven, uh, ABY. I think from what mindset, like that website I was on, I was on, it's like 2530. Yeah. I mean, he definitely could have taken over a whole planet by now. For sure. For sure. Yeah. That's what I think. Hmm. Unless he gets stuck on one where it's like just him and Ezra and it's like, there's like four dudes <laughs> on the other side, but it, you know they all threw spears at them as they yeah. walked that way. And they're like, "Well, we're fucked." Yeah, yeah. There's like four other yeah. people on this planet are Tuscans. <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. Something tells me it'll just be like, like, uh, what if the size? Of what if they're just chilling in Seattle? I'm going brunch. Right. They're like, what are you guys doing here? Yeah. Like, how do you do? <laughs> and he's just throwing an Ezra, like, having brunch. And yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. You think. I'll see far, far So, you think, shut the fuck up. I think they're going to be together. Or do you think he's still not going to have found Ezra? I don't know. So, part of me thinks Ezra's I, dead. Do you think they they landed on a planet and like Ezra, like got out of the plane and like went off, and like Thrawn never found him? No, so they're on the same planet, but I, they don't like Thrawn doesn't know that Ezra's still I, alive. I'm gonna say that Ezra, because of his fucking just his his dumb luck and his just yeah his dumb luck. I bet you Thrawn had like temporarily captured him. Like, once they had crashed, and they might have worked together, and then once they got their bearings, he kind of just took him prisoner, and then Ezra kind of escaped and went off on his own, so they know that they're, like, both there, but that's... They've what, if they, what if they landed? So what if they landed, and, uh, and, like, Thrawn didn't know he was there, and he got off the plane... And then he went off onto some little civilization. He Thrawn started, definitely knows. And he there. started dusting crops. Thrawn definitely knows. It's the same like dusting crops. Because yeah. <laughs> they were they were both in the control room when the per when he called onto the purgles to grab on. Okay. So Thrawn knows he's there. So they'd have to have some kind of explanation of either they're working together or to survive. They're definitely not working together. Well, yeah, I doubt I that. Think, I don't think. Maybe, but I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think so. But I think they would have had to also be stuck in a situation where Thrawn wouldn't have wanted to kill Ezra. Because I think just on a, on pure physical might and tactics alone, I think Thrawn would have just dusted Ezra. Yeah. So there had to have been Ezra, ha- Ezra had to have gotten away. That's what I'm saying is either they would have had to somehow work together, like they were had to have worked together. He would have had to very quickly, or he came to consciousness first. Like the Purgles fucking warped them into the galaxy. If they showed up and like 
Sabine's like Ezra and they turn around and it's like Grand Admiral Thrawn and Admiral Ezra. Like he's wearing the full Admiral oh, fucking Jesus Empire Christ. Like wouldn't that be a shit? It's like they had to work together so like Ezra's fucking full on Empire. Like and he comes in and he's like dude these guys really aren't that wrong. <laughs> I mean they kind of got a point guy. I bet he's a separatist. Separatist. Yeah. Oh, shut the fuck up. Fucking separatist. I bet he's a separatist. I bet. Ezra oh. is always good with animals, which means he would utilize robots instead of you know, laboring. Oh, I... There you go. More That's inclined point. to labor, you know, yeah. than a um, living creature. So there you go. He's a separatist. Yeah, he's a separatist. Like, that makes total sense. Makes total sense. Yeah. All right. All right. I think we're going to call this one a day. So thank you all for tuning in to uh, Pints and Pages. We're going to go ahead and end this episode of Ahsoka halfway through review. Um, so hopefully you tune in next time. But for now, I'm Nick. I'm Brad. I'm Levi. And uh, we are going to say goodbye. Goodbye.